This is URN. What a way to bring up three figures. Alistair Cook has done it. A century in his first ever test match and now a century in his last. Well played. Hello and welcome to the only cricket podcast that has had a distant lunch with Harry Gurney. Sorry, it's been so long since we last recorded. Toby and I have been bogged down by a good spell from coursework and the grassy green top that is exams. But we have a quickie to preview the England's men's series against our beloved Kiwi friends. Only two test matches, but we are incredibly excited as ever. But I am joined by the Alistair Cook to my Adam Live. Yes, it's Toby. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Always glad to be um, prepared to Alistair Cook. I would say, I'd say Adam Lai is a bit of a harsh one for you. Maybe, uh, yeah. maybe Sam Robson, perhaps. Yeah, he, <laughs> he performed well. He just dropped off. I just, I don't remember. I think he's disappeared mm. since 2014. If you have seen uh, Sam Robson, please do tell him uh, the authorities because we, he has not been seen since 2014. Now, on a lighter note, apart from Sam Robson's career going down the plug hole, Toby, <laughs> you went to your first COVID cricket match. How, or first this season, because obviously you went last year, how was it being back at the Mighty Oval? Oh, it was, it was amazing. I, I loved it. I was there for, for a day and a half. I drove home on a Thursday, got there to the middle of the second session, watched the rest of that evening, came back the next morning and, and same again. Sorry, unbelievable as well, I would have to say. I think 570 we scored. Hashi Mamla, 173. And then a couple 50s from Patel. Uh, Ram Patel, that is the opener. Uh, Jamie Overton, former Somerset player, and Ricky Clark down the order, who's probably in his early 60s right now, similar yeah. to uh, Darren. Uh, to, yeah, Darren Stevens. Yeah. Well, it's been a very good week in county cricket. We don't have a lot of time to talk about it, but Gloucester are doing fantastically. And as you're in, this is a University of Nottingham podcast, Notts have got two in on the trot for the first time since 2018. Luke Fletcher on national radio. This is what dreams are made of. I love Luke Fletcher. You need to cricket. Look up Luke Fletcher. You will fall in love with him. His autobiography is out. We're not even being paid to say this, but it's out. And I can't wait to read it. Right. Moving on from Luke Fletcher. Love him. Let's chat about test cricket, Toby. It's England's first test in two months, but it feels so much longer. And it's the first will be at Lords with fans back. And then the second at Edgbaston. Overall, there'll be 35,000 fans coming in over the five days of test cricket. Uh, with even more, I think, at Edgbaston in the second test, uh, which we're told has a lot of good catering. Um, if you want to know a bit more about Edgbaston's catering, the Ellie Oldroyd episode is fantastic uh, for that. Toby, how excited are you for this series? England versus New Zealand, fans coming back. It's perfect, isn't it? Yeah, oh, it's going to be great. I think being at the Oval, you can sort of feel the buzz coming back into it, and Lords, I assume, will be similar. Um, an older demographic, perhaps, than, than usual, with only members being able to come in. Um, but it's going to be great, just just having Test Cricket back. It's been been a long time since I've been, played on some really good pitches, I'd say, as well. So uh, I'm, I'm glad that subtle dig at the Indian groundsman there with good pitches. Not very subtle, Toby. Right, let's look a bit at our New Zealand friends, a great yeah. team which we unfortunately beat in the World Cup final. They are almost, I'd say we're almost friends with them rather than rivals. Uh, they always play with a smile on their face. They play exciting cricket. The big, the big player England needs to look out for is Kane Williamson. How do England get him out, Toby? How? 
So, so personally, what I'd do, I'd, I'd put them a, f- a few few away swingers and then hit them with in-swing Yorker about 90-95 mile an hour. That's if I was picked. No, I'm, I, yeah, that's what I'd do. And, uh, and obviously, I've, I've told Jimmy this as well, so I think that might, that might, <laughs> might help him out a little bit. I, I don't really know. He's, he's such a good player. It's, it's going to be hard. Him, Ross Taylor are probably the two danger men. And uh, BJ Watling, actually, as well, um, is, is a good player. So I'd say those are the sort of Three, the three big wickets we need. But realistically, the, the New Zealand batting attack is, is fantastic. They got, I think it's Latham and Blundell at the top, both average about 15 test cricket, 14 test cricket. Um, and then Henry Nichols, who I've mentioned, down number five as well, who's who had a, a little bit of, of a lean run of form, I think, at one point, but is now back back on top top, top game. So I think he'll he'll be good. And we're going to, I think we could struggle. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see. What do you think, Dom? Yeah, I, I think it's going to be just, I only put one batsman in there and you've listed about four or five and instantly I've gone, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. It, it's been like almost <laughs> being hit and hit and hit. But we, ha- we are missing Stokes, we are missing Archer. But yeah, I still feel quite confident. Toby, who is your bowling lineup? Who are the first, I'd say, four players you want bowling at Lords for England? See, this is a tough one. So... So I, I think Jimmy and Brody have to be in there. They, they've got to be playing 100%. I then put Leach in my team that I, I released on TikTok. Um, for those of you who haven't, haven't listened, go, go look across um, our TikTok. It's just stickywicket underscore URN. Um, it's got to put a plug in there. I put Overton in there as our third seamer and Leach as the spinner. But from hearing a lot of chat around on Sky Sports, on, on, on loads of the other, BBC as well, a lot of them haven't put Leach in, so perhaps they've seen the pitch and it's not going to turn. And with a lot of rain that there's been um, before this last week, it possibly it might be more more interesting to put four seamers in there without without Stokes. So I think if they're going to play four seamers, I think you bring Ollie Stone for me at Lords, and then I play Wood at Edgbaston for that extra yard of pace. And I and then I think Robinson, I've actually. I've had a bit of a bit more of a dig into his background. Apparently, he grew up as a as a batsman and then turned to to seamer, <laughs> which I didn't realise. So I would bring him in as as my number eight instead of Overton, who I originally picked sort of as he could bat a little bit more than the Robinson I thought. But they have similar first class records. So for me, the four man attack would be Robinson, Stone, Broad, Anderson. What about you, Dom? Who who are your four four attack? I, I've got to agree with that. I think that four is perfect. Um. I think over the only thing I would say is Wood does have a good history at Lords. He's bowled quite well there in the past. But yeah, it's so good to see Stokes, Archer and Wokes all having to drop out is a blow. But for the first time in a long time in English history, there is that next player ready to step up. And with this sort of IPL COVID crisis, there's been so many fast bowlers who are ready to step up. And yes, they're young. They haven't had many caps. But I think that's a really positive step for English cricket because... I remember in 2010, 2011, or 2013, when Finn, Tremler, Rankin were just all sort of in the mix. Bresnan had come to an end. England didn't have that third seamer. And that was so important because it just made Jimmy's and Brody's job so much harder. But now they've got players ready to step up. And I do believe those four can do some damage at Lords. Remember, a very difficult pitch to bowl on. The slanting pitch, if you can master that, it's it's a happy hunting ground, but England do often struggle at Lords. Um, any surprise selections for you, Toby? Who would you any any newcomers you definitely put in the England eleven? 
Well, I think with Folks's injury, which we haven't actually mentioned yet, I think Bracey will will almost definitely get a debut down at number seven, which is which is an interesting interesting position for him. I don't think he's ever batted there in first class. I can't imagine he would have batted there in sort of age group cricket either. So he's he's normally seen at the top of the order or number three this season roster. So perhaps with him down down the order, it'll be a, it'll be a weird one for him, and it'll be interesting to see how he adapts. Um, and and as well, we haven't mentioned Hasib Hamid, Sam Billings, both in the squads. Dom, what are your thoughts on those two? Oh, I'm so glad for Hasib Hamid, someone who's really been through a tough three years. Is it three years? Four years, maybe, of just no luck. Five. 2016, I think, was the India oh, series. Feel old, Toby. Oh, <laughs> well, we we I was must have been year nine when that was happening. Oh, I feel old now, Toby. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Oh, I feel like it's David. Um, <laughs> it's fair to say I am delighted. We saw him play on the first game of the season on what was a very cold day. We came to the Trent Bridge in jackets. We got into the room. We stayed in jackets. It was a cold day and the ball was moving about. So he's obviously had a great season with knots, not flying up the rankings. I think, are they in pole position now or are they just second in the group? I think, I want to say second. Yeah, they're I think possibly second. Yeah, but they're they're up there and they're at the moment moving to to Div One. I'd have thought. I think they're playing really good cricket at the moment, and Hasib Hamid's been at the front of that. And to see him come back from a really difficult time, not only in his life, there was talking about him quitting the sport, and it's it's parallels to Mitchell Johnson. Um, maybe a bit earlier, Mitchell Johnson obviously couldn't handle the Barmy Army. Thought about becoming a plumber. And that's not even a joke, but it sounds like a joke, doesn't it? Um, but Hasib Hamid coming back into his own, scoring runs at county level, something he hasn't done for three or even five years. And then to come back into the England squad when England need him most, hopefully he can get some runs. As a Nottinghamshire player, we wish him all the best. Toby, I'm going to ask this question. Is this a warm-up series? England play India and they've got the Ashes later on this year. And New Zealand obviously have the inaugural Test Championship final at Lords. Is this a warm-up series and are we just getting a bit excited because this is the first or are we seeing two good sides go at it? Well, we're definitely seeing two good sides go at it. I don't, I, I can't deny that, but I don't know if that 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 might still mean it's it's a warm-up. Yeah, as you mentioned with the, the Test Championship final, it always seems to be we play New Zealand as either a warm-up or a warm-down from another series. Yeah. yeah. Well, most recently, it was a preview to South Africa where we played two against New Zealand and four against South Africa. Um, and then we're meant to play Sri Lanka after that. The one before that was two games after our 4-0 Ashes loss. And the one before that was two games just before the 2015 Ashes, or 2013 yeah. Ashes. Possibly both of those Ashes, oh, yeah. actually. I'd, I would love to see um, a four-game series between us and New Zealand. They mm. are. I know they're not the big money draw, the ECB one. They're not your Pakistans, your Australias, your Indias, who can fill out a stadium. But for the quality of cricket... They are they're in the final for a reason. They're test ranked number one mm. for a reason. But do we have to maybe realise with the IPL squads, England maybe aren't at their full capacity, haven't played test cricket in a long time. But to be fair, neither of New Zealand. Is this a warm series? And do you think maybe Williamson might mix around his teams if he make less than he gets the win at Lords? Quite possibly. I think. The, the one thing that he might move around a little bit is Trent Bolt, I think, is missing for at least the first, maybe the second test as well. So maybe they'll look to bring in sort of a, another seamer who could possibly um, replace Bolt and Salvi when they retire in a couple of years. Um, otherwise, 
they have a few batsmen as well. Is it Conway? I want to say he's yeah. just a youngish, up and coming, up and coming lads. Very I say youngish; he's probably older than us. But, <laughs> yeah. but he's, um, he's so an exciting talent. I do agree. Yeah, yeah. I think though, New Zealand have probably one of the most settled sides in world cricket, possibly in the 21st century since since that great Australia side. You could say with um, they basically had the same. 11 or 12 players playing. It's like Santa will come in if it spins, and if not, they'll play De Grunholm or, or Jameson, whatever it is, as their sort of fourth seamer. So it is, but it is pretty stable, the, the team they've got. And, and they might be starting to look to the future a little bit more now with, with many of their, their key players over the age of 30. Ross Taylor, I think 36, 37. Uh, Williamson, so about 30. As Ross Taylor, hasn't he? It's not just me. Mm. <laughs> back end of his career since I was born, I'm pretty sure. But a great player, nonetheless. Yeah, he he's going to be dangerous. They're, they're all going to be dangerous, as we keep we keep mentioning. It's not going to not going to go well. I wouldn't have thought. I I am. I yeah. I think I'm looking forward to the series definitely. And I think the teams will play hard, um, and they're going to play to win, obviously. Um, but I think New Zealand will take it as seriously as they can but also using it a little bit to get into form, getting used to the English conditions. have to agree with that. Right, England this month have reduced their selection team down to one man. It is just the coach now, Ed Smith, the champagne-drinking Bond villain of English cricket. I think he's done a fantastic job, but he always looks slightly devious. in the, um, <laughs> He's plotting Joe Root's demise, but he's been fantastic to English cricket. Um, obviously... Hasn't won an Ashes series, but has been part of that World Cup win. England have, um, what's the word, slimmed their group down. And we need to slim this down, Toby. Your predictions, let's make it very clear. We didn't get it too right. Um, I didn't uh, for the India series. You did. You said 3-1. Well done. What is your prediction for the series and scoreline? And who's going to be the top run scorer and top wicket taker? Okay. Um, scoreline, I'm going to say one all unless there's rain on which New Zealand will take it 1-0, I reckon. Top run scorer for me, I think I'm going to go with Henry Nichols for New Zealand. And for England, I think Rooty. And then wicket taking, I think Jimmy. Jimmy's taking the wicket, all the wickets. And Tim Salvey, the two, the two most experienced bowlers on each side. What are you, Dom? What are your picks? Okay, this is, I'm going to go 2-0 New Zealand. Okay, I think we've just got to admit IPL lads out. Our game changers, you know, our Stokeses, our Archers, they are out. And we've got we've got to accept that. But my top wicket taker is Stuart Broad. With fans back, his legs pumping. I can't see a better bowler. And he's been dying to get playing cricket again. He's been so good for knots. He knows English conditions. I think Broadie is going to be the top wicket taker. And unfortunately, the top run scorer leading to his 2-0 side, uh, his side winning 2-0, sorry, Kane Williamson. I could see at least two hundreds from him this tournament, uh, this series. I just think it's his time to shine and he'll want to shine brightly. Oh, yeah, I think you can't argue much more about that. He's, I would say, arguably one of the best batsmen ever, um, possibly one of the most underrated batsmen. I can't imagine he'll be remembered um, when he's playing also the likes of Coley and Smith in the future, as, as fondly as those guys, even though I think he's done a much better job. Batting number three as well. Um, so I think that's a really good shout. Um, any any last words, Don, before we sign off? Um, I just think go well. If you're doing uni exams, go well to you. I'm no longer in Nottingham because I've done. I'm done for the year. But me and Toby are trying to get to some local cricket grounds, uh, Derby, Leicestershire and Nottingham. So hopefully we can create some good content for you and take you to where the action is. 
But um, Toby, I'd just like to say go well to you, mate, with your exams. Must be, how are you feeling? Is it, are you sort of nervous? Is it, is it a big sort of Joffre Archer bouncer coming or are we talking the Colin the Ground, Grand Home sort of powder puffs that you can sort of knock onto the offside to get some runs? I think it'll probably be Colin the Grand Home running in <laughs> but somehow bowling a 92 mile an hour bounce gets me square between the eyes. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think it'll be okay, but it's it's hard to tell with exams. So, yeah. So, just a reminder, guys, thank you so much for listening. Sorry it's a short episode, um, shorter than David Warner's patience in a, in a Birmingham bar, we could say. Um, but we're both busy and obviously some exciting projects um, coming ahead, exams, coursework. Um, over the summer, we'll hopefully be keeping going with these podcasts and got a lot of interesting stuff coming up. So just a reminder to follow our Twitter um, at URN Sticky Wicket and our Instagram and TikTok at, Sticky, at URN, no, at Sticky Wicket underscore URN, sorry. Um, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, um, just so you get notifications. Um, share with your friends. If you know somebody who likes cricket and podcasts, do give them, give them a link to our podcast. We would really appreciate it. Sharing is caring. So go well. Cheers. Thank you.